0: You noticed a change in reno lately i sure have well then keep up with the movers and shakers and unique people of reno by listening to the r-town reno podcast where we discuss helping each other out
1: new episodes play every week and feature real reno stories told by us the people who live here listen in what's up up with the mixers we've got another ad from a friend of the show
2: And it's your friendly neighborhood toy store. KD Empire is your local premium pop culture and vinyl toy store in the Reno Sparks area. They specialize in designer figures, amazing anime merch. KD Empire carries many rare and limited pieces from some of the top artists and companies. They are located at 433 Pyramid Way in Sparks. For new arrivals, make sure you check out their Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at KD Empire.
1: Welcome to another edition of Up in the Mix, coming to you hot from the Honeycomb Hideout. This is Sean,
2: and this is De La Photo, aka the Honey Badger, aka the Brown Man in the Yacht
1: Club. And we are back with another fresh to death episode of Up in the Mix.
2: Always, um, yeah. How was your week, Sean? You, you got some special things going
1: on. A lot going on. We're not like going to talk about all of it until right. until it's official. I don't. I'm not going to jinx anything. The um, official tissue. <laughs> it was a long, stressful week. It was so stressful yesterday morning. I was like, I had to look to see if it had been two weeks back from spring break or what. (laughs) It's only been five. I was like, oh, my God. A week ago, we were all still on spring break. It only been five days. It's been crazy. It's been crazy. Uh, Over spring break, went down to... uh, testify at the legislature yeah for your hot like 90 seconds if that like. yeah to talk we had like i think we had three minutes um, but uh you know trying to trying to get raised for all my fellow educators out there and salutes to all them Salutes to my my uh co-worker brian he listens to the podcast he went down there this week to talk comrades to huh yeah like you know everyone's got to come together and or you know like they're th- yeah they're bad we're just badgering them like look you need to fund education you know like this has never been done in nevada before and like the thing is, it's a huge amount of money, but it would only bring us to average.
2: Yeah, and like what the thing is, too, like if you help your kids, it's going to in turn help the state and in turn keep kids here, keep kids working and grow, right? It's, a,
1: it's an investment in the long term. Yeah. Future
2: and stability. People don't like that. They just like all these businesses coming quick, in. Quick, quick. And they, they don't even charge them taxes. Quick, quick. And that's the thing that annoys me. You bring these businesses in, don't even charge them taxes. Yeah. They don't even help us out.
1: A lot going on. Uh, Like, I was telling them, like, I'm like, we got proms coming up. We got, like, the spring, um, you know, like, the the week where they have, like, all the dress-ups and shit. Mm -hmm. That's coming up. And I'm like, AP test is coming. I'm like, the AP test is the week, is the Monday after prom. Oh no one's doing nothing, and I'm like, <sighs> that's wrong. You guys timing. better. I know because like it was supposed to be the week before, but like it got changed. I'm like, you guys better uh, buckle up. This Lord. next three, like this next month, is gonna be. I'm like, the the rest of the school year is gonna be wild. I'm like, you guys need to like really focus and be in the moment and enjoy this because you're, dude. You're it, not gonna get these times back. It's gonna be hard for them
2: too because we've been in uh, this long winter, and now like even today they're like, about to bust out and go wild. Like I'm excited right now. Yeah. And yeah. I, I barely... Oh, there's a mimosa crawl going on downtown. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mimosa crawl. There's all kinds of activities now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, my week was crazy. I went back to work into the office
1: <sighs> and... Uh, we'll get the details in a second. Yeah, so we just went
2: to the office and it was, it was pretty
1: wild. <laughs> well, we have a special guest, a returning guest. I think this is his least... This might be his fourth time on. Three or four? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, He's an educator Mm -hmm. He's an entertainer He's an artist (laughs) poet. He's a poet Songwriter (laughs) What else? (laughs) A lot of stuff Uh, Teacher Mm -hmm. uh, Trophy (laughs) husband Soon to be (laughs) Soon to be trophy husband I'm putting it out in the universe There it is is, is. I'm putting it out for you Jamie out there is your sugar mama Uh, Ian Watson Welcome
0: back to the (laughs) show (laughs) Thanks for having me fellas Glad to be back yeah, um, <laughs> trophy <laughs> husband,
1: yeah, I'm, that's 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 goals right there, yeah, yeah. Miguel, congratulations to Craig. We'll see, congratulations we'll see. to uh, you know, her, you know yeah. the, we'll put it out there to the, to the there, future, to yeah. the future yeah. and yeah. uh, you know, promotions if they happen for yeah, certain people, they need, you know,
2: we all need it, you know, we all need to live our best life, that's what's up, yeah.
1: but uh, so Caesar story time. Back to work after how long has it been since you've been it's in the office? Two years, three years now. <sighs> okay, so been what was that now. like? Uh,
2: it's weird because <laughs> I uh, I have to put dress pants on. I got to put a button up shirt on instead of like sweatpants and a V neck. You know. I have no, to, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I got to drive in traffic all the time. I got to spend gas, but. You know, just back seeing the public because I was doing everything uh, at home through the phone. And, yeah, you know, get in there. There's already, you know, a lot of people complimenting the beard, you know, because I've always been gone and hibernating, you know. There's, uh, you know, other.
1: Yeah, your co-workers haven't seen you in two they years. They haven't seen
2: me, you know, And the public, you know, getting a little feisty that poppy's out in the streets again, you <laughs> know, getting a little compliments from the lady I told T-Money that thing, you know. She's like, yeah, I can see that, you know. <laughs> She just agrees Yeah But you know She know daddy comes home You know <laughs> You know Daddy don't put his hat Everywhere with that Temptation song <laughs> There's only one place Where the hat goes And that's where she's at So uh, But yeah And just you know Being in public A lot You know It's a big adjustment for you It is Some of us have been In these streets The whole time Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it's just like Man I just want to Go back to my house You know uh, well, you know, maybe to get that balance back in your life, you know, or you're not no, at home so much. At yeah, least. and it's good, you know, seeing other people, other adults all the time. But sometimes these adults are not that type. I'll tell you that. Well, mm-hmm. also the other
1: side of this is, Leia had to start preschool. The, you don't the, get the, sp- daycare preschool. Days, you yeah. don't. You don't get to spend all day with you know that little did, girl.
2: They did rip the corazon a little bit, you know. <laughs> Letting my baby, seeing her, you know. And, like, she understands. She wants us home, you know. And, but she understands. It's like, dad has to go to work. Dad has to do this, but I'll pick you up, you know, from grandma's later. But she just gets so excited when I see her, too, which is tight, you know. And I miss her all day. Of course, mom does as well. And, yeah, but, you know, the thing is her being with other kids, too. You know, not just dad, because she's going to, you know, she's already enrolled for Real preschool in uh, August because she's gonna be four in so May. This is a good breaking in period yeah. for her too. And my mom Getting used to the routine. Yeah, and my mom, she's just like, why Why don't we just do it? Like, I'm like, I want her to be around other kids first, you know. Mm-hmm. I want her to like get used to it early, being around another adult that she has to respect,
1: you know. But it is a little fatty out of the pocket. So. Yeah, and you know, watch her. How was it watching her walk into that? You know, walk away from her that first day. Yeah, it
2: was it was pretty tough. She got a little little tear when Dad walked out. Hmm. Little thug tear came out. Had to be strong for her, you know. <laughs> and but it was also a weird snowy day too. So then mm. then I got into the car into a stressful environment where no <laughs> where no one can drive. The safe space not safe is space. gone. <laughs> yes. And the streets the streets were ruthless that first day
1: well i'm glad, i'm sure you are glad to hear kids getting socialized going to preschool right it
0: helps you in your job oh yeah yeah cuz i think that's like the number one problem happening right now mm-hmm. is like i'm noticing with my class you know uh just their social skills are just not there yeah feral no <laughs> feral I, fucking kids yeah exactly and
2: i have to teach her too there's not like cousins you know where you could just kind of like tackle them bully them and tackle them there's personal space Poor Ian. yeah Poor <laughs> Ian, David, I feel sorry for you guys. You know? dominating. Yeah, and my uh, Tanya, she's too money. She's like, I'm scared she's gonna get bullied. I'm like, you crazy? She she gonna be the bully? Uh, Look at her dad. She gonna be the bully? She's definitely her her father's daughter. Yeah, like... She's gonna be the bully. You see how she acts with these kids. And, like, even in, like, when she was doing her little sports and stuff, too, you know, she just do her own thing and, like, didn't care. Honey Badger has no boundaries? <laughs> no, that's why she's the baby Badger. <laughs> that's her. I'm like, look at my little baby Badger right She'll be there. Out there. like, Charles Barkley, like, psh, dunking on fools. But I hope she wins the
1: championship, though. No. That's
2: right. <laughs> Sorry, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Chuck. Can't go ring with us. <laughs> no.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, I have a question of the day. Question. question. Question of the day to get things <laughs> <laughs> on track we've been chatting for a while this this morning um what's your guys's favorite breakfast meal mm.
2: Wow. when i go out and i like to test the waters of like a breakfast spot how their uh, eggs benedict are see so how that's the, the barometer yes see how the hollandaise sauce is how they do the eggs what they pair it with that is my that is the if you're on par or not You
1: just got standards for this. Yeah,
0: when I was a kid, it was uh, biscuits and gravy all day. That was the thing. So, but I'm, you know, trying to lay off them carbs. Uh, uh, I don't know. I've been trying to. I'm trying to eat those high protein. um, Can't just be a trophy husband, yeah, right? With a a dad bod, yeah, Yeah. no, no. Got to hit them high protein uh, (laughs) scrambles and shit. You know.
2: No, and I like scrambles too because it's just you put
0: whatever you want in there. All the veggies, all the all the proteins. But well, you know what? If I see some chili mm. mm, I don't know. Sometimes it's game over. Depends where I'm at. That's
1: I that's carbs. Like that's, <laughs> that's
0: carbs. But I feel like that's a good like. Is this good breakfast food too? Mm-hmm. Chili yeah. yeah. that, I right. see that on the menu. and I'm like,
1: ooh, I might
0: have to. That's just what a- about you, Sean? What
1: you you know, know, when I was younger, I, I felt like it was about the carbs, like waffles, pancakes. But now i really love like a good omelet or like scramble Mm -hmm. with just just a simple scramble with some fucking delicious toast some delicious nice ass bread and that's how i judge it's like Mm -hmm. can you make you know are you just making the basic omelet unseasoned doesn't really taste or is this like ooh, this is actually good like if i made it at home where you you got some garlic in this bitch and some pepper and (laughs) some (laughs) some sun-dried
2: tomatoes are great in an omelet you Mm -hmm. know
1: yeah like yeah that's another thing like Spinach, I like spinach in an the omelet these oh, days. Me yeah, too. yeah. Yes, you got to get that iron. Definitely. spinach mm-hmm. and like a little bit of cheese, mm-hmm. and maybe not necessarily like before. It would have been like meat lover. Like this is that's the like too butter, heavy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's like too much. You know, I don't like to be like you know. I want to eat to be energized for the day. We're old. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
2: No, and it's weird that America's breakfast is so different That's from the thing. The whole world where like heavy sweets, like pancakes, waffles, or like even like, chicken and waffles, right? Mm. And heavy, like a lot of protein. And other countries, they just like France might have a baguette and a cigarette. <laughs> 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 or just uh, like a baguette and a coffee or something, yeah. you know? Yeah. Different lifestyle. Yeah. But that's why, lifestyle. that's why they all look like models too, so... <laughs>
0: They also walk a lot. So I was in Spain. You know, I lived there for a yeah. semester and, yeah, very light breakfast. Yeah, light breakfast, heavy dinner, and, I, he- and heavy party. Heavy lunch, actually. And, well, at least in Spain. Yeah,
2: because that's why they got this yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's,
0: that's why I
1: was like, different lifestyles, mm. you know? America's too busy over here being busy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. being
2: corporations and fucking
1: everybody. That's here. not efficient. Yeah. That's, that's not efficient. That's making that dollar, though. Well, Ian, we have you here for a reason besides to talk breakfast food. Okay. Which is important, though. It It is the most important meal of the day. (laughs) Yes. That's what someone told us this morning when we got our breakfast. And that's all based
2: off marketing, too. So (laughs) some marketing strategist thought
1: of that. Right. But, anyways, uh, Ian is the founder and president of Spoken Views Reno. You guys have been around for a long time, obviously. I've been heavily involved over the years. And um, tell us about. This Monday night event that's been going on at Shims and where the organization is these days. You're, you're about to send a
0: team to Salt Lake City? Yeah, for the second time. Uh, we'll get into that. But yeah, Shims um, kind of fell in our laps. Uh, let's see, we're in our second year at Shims as our weekly open mic. And uh, Oliver X actually was the one who hit me up and was, or kind of connected me with uh, Zach from shims and they're like yeah he's looking for like a um an event i think they wanted to model it around um mlk day and i wasn't sure if it was like a one and go or you know and then uh sat down with zach and he's like actually i was thinking of doing like a weekly would you be up for that and uh i brought uh jesse who hosts monday night poetry uh shout out to jesse um but he's the one who actually kind of i told jesse i was like look i want this but i am not going to host this every week i just can't i mean that's a
1: like, weekly <laughs> it's a commitment for people our age who have real jobs and stuff
0: that's yeah we, we've always done monthlies right but the thing is is i'm usually there every week now because just the way it's grown and just the community um just the energy there it's like that's a place i actually want to be on mondays now but like during the start of it i was kind of kind of sitting back i'd pop in every now and then just to see because i was a little like you know weary of it i was like i don't know if this is going to actually be something the community. Needs week after week.
2: Especially in Reno, it's tough
0: to get. And on a, a Monday. I, I mean, Monday. Yeah. And I know, like, you know, Java Jungle used to like pop off on Monday. So, I mean, I kind of had that in the back of my head. I was like, well, maybe, but this is also not all ages. It's a bar. Mm-hmm. So, um, it took about six months for it to really pop off. And we were smart about throwing some events, was, you know, like uh, bringing in some local or not local, um, some touring acts and kind of figuring out how to navigate that. Um, and it worked out well. Like, uh, we had like a big kind of like a celebration, like Filipino poets. And that was like kind of that really woke us up to like, oh, damn, we can actually like make this thing pop off. Because I think we had like 60 people. Like it was oh, dang. it was crazy. It was like I think one of the bu- busiest nights we ever had, you know. But um, my uh, old co-worker, my, my auntie, Auntie Jen, um, she came through with the Ponset and the um, Ooh, Lumpia. Yo, so, classics. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we made it a thing. So, um, it's just kind of nice to have that, too, because we can tell artists or touring poets and stuff, like, hey, if you can make a Monday work, we got you. Because I used to try to scramble to try to figure out, well, can we, you know, do it on this night at this venue? But now it's kind of like we have a weekly, and th- that way it keeps – doesn't keep me trying to find yeah, wh- where it's Yeah, it makes the sent- job easier. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You already have
2: this standard yeah. right there, and, like,
0: you can plug and play. Yeah, and sometimes, you know, artists will say, oh, like – Uh, I can come through a Monday, and you're always like, "Oh, a Monday. But now it's like, yeah, come through on a Monday because we got the crowd for you. So, yeah, it's been dope. It's been really cool. And that first year, you guys did it every single Monday, right? You guys didn't miss a beat. No, uh uh-uh. Nope. Even on the holidays and everything, um, I don't think we've missed a Monday yet. I don't think we've had to cancel a Monday. I mean, there was, you know, a few Mondays where it was like, the weather, right? five, six people, like, I think July 4th, it was like, no one came, you know, but still, we're there, you know, and that's the thing, is, like, just, that was the one gripe I had about doing the monthly at Holland, is, like, um I mean, they were so generous, you know, big shout out to Holland, but they would move us, you know, we would be promoting, and then, you know, like, every third Wednesday, and then all of a sudden, it's like, hey, we have a band coming in, can you guys move, and I just, I'm not a big fan of, like, the inconsistency, and, you know, because you, you work, month long to try to get a staple there yeah and then you move the consistency is key yeah and then people don't show
1: up people because people know like if i show up on a monday this is going to be going yeah Yeah.
2: especially like you said as adults too like to have other people they they could schedule it ahead of time
0: right And we had like people say i i'm taking wednesday off to make the event you know and so people will you know um move their schedule around just to show up. So that's dope. But, um, yeah, I'm just – it's been an amazing thing. It's like the next chapter Spoken Views. It's a totally different kind of crowd and environment, you know, but it's its wonderful, you know. Um, I'm really enjoying this, this the, kind of the, the new beginning, you know, after COVID. Yeah.
1: Yeah, especially with uh, the age difference between us who have been around <laughs> and some of these – younger newer poets that are coming out it's it's nice to see
0: yeah because those are the poets you want those are the ones that are hungry the ones got a lot of shit to talk (laughs) you know and so it's really cool seeing that you know the perspective and just the energy and then you know you can tell they want this you know where like i mean i still love the culture and love holding it Mm -hmm. down but you know it's just like man you know i've been doing this for a while
2: (laughs) and like as an old head in anything right you need to nurture the future yeah. You, you need to give them a space, make sure it's comfortable for them. Yeah. Because they might be new to it as well. Mm-hmm. And they're scared. Yeah. A uh, safe place and a place that's consistent and they could do you know what they do. Yeah. And eventually they're gonna get old and pass it along. Yeah.
1: Like that's, someone did for you at one point, mm-hmm. you know. Like yeah. pass that up and pass that shit up. So
0: mentorship and, is awesome. And that's like exactly why like going to the Utah Arts Fest is important because I want them to experience that. Because last year we were invited. Like, last, last, last minute, um, the Vegas um, crew down there reached out because one of the um, um, organizers down in Vegas is an organizer at the Utah Arts Festival. So they were like, hey, we see you have a scene. Um, do you want to come and um, be part of the poetry slam um, that we have set up? And they had, like, a team from Arizona, um, a team, the Vegas team, and a couple teams from Utah. Um, I think there's one more I'm missing. Maybe there's two from Arizona or something. Um, but, uh, so we kind of just threw the team together, you know, like last minute and just kind of went with it and it was cool. It worked out. But, um, this time around, I wanted to make sure that we like held a qualifying slam, made sure that, um, this new group was, um, involved and has the, had the opportunity to, um, be part of this Utah Arts Festival, because it's a great, you know, it's a great opportunity for them to get out of Reno to see what the other scenes are. And to just kind of, I mean, as much as I'm a little, I don't know, the slam culture, to me as an old head is like, I'm kind of getting over it. But for these newer poets, I think it's really important that they kind of get a taste of it. Yeah, because you're not a battle rapper no more. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you retired from the game. Still yeah. can talk my shit, but, uh,
2: <laughs> but you're not entering. You're not. You don't want entering because you don't want to.
0: You got. You know. You
1: got enough. Uh, you not got enough heads on the wall.
0: Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Exactly. Not enough enough trophies. The, the swords. <laughs> the swords put away. Yeah. yeah. It's time to time to be the sensei now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so talk about the the Utah Arts Festival. You know, um, last year you said last year you guys went last last minute. This year you've got a whole new team going and you you, uh, you know i was there for the the final yeah. qualifying One slam the and it was cool to see like orlando and elisa like all these old you know people who came out to support the the new team uh like what's that what's that like and how has it been seeing i mean there's some of them are very young ian they're yeah. like
0: half our age. I know. <laughs> I was thinking about that. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, geez, I'm, I... I'm, I'm actually old enough to be some of these people's dad. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> like how's, how do you feel like, you know, as in that mentor role mm-hmm. that like,
1: you know, they're I mean, you're a teacher, so you might be used to that, but how like having adults look up to you like that way?
0: Yeah, no, it's cool. I mean, I, I just, I don't take it for granted. I think it's really important to be that guiding light for these new, um, poets and just um kind of show them what's possible you know that's the whole thing that's been my whole philosophy of Spoken Views it's just like I know if we have a strong community and we work together we can do like really big things you know I I just I've always had a big vision for Spoken Views and um but it's just been you know who's going to take this serious who's going to be really dedicated to the art and you know just take a chance on it so um yeah I'm just excited to see where this goes um it's a you know the Utah arts festival I mean it's it's a cool um it's a cool way to just connect with all the other poetry scenes you know in the communities and kind of tell them you know, you know Reno's here we have we have a
1: Maybe um, go flex on a little bit. Yeah.
0: yeah I'm hoping cuz I mean last last year you know, I think we showed out well, but it still was um, a little shaky because it was kind of our first time, and we kind of had to throw something together real quick. I and mean, we did a team piece with five of us, and that's kind of unheard of, and we wrote it together, which is also kind of unheard of. Um, I thought it was dope, but like the judges thought a little differently. They actually scored us pretty low, and that kind of like deflated our like, energy. You know, mm-hmm. energy. But the ladies stepped up and you know they they took the other three spots and um, they showed out well. Like, cause they're really strong poets and got our scores back up. It wasn't enough to proceed.
2: Um, explain the Utah f- festival. Like, is it just poetry or like, what is it? In- it's
0: everything. Um, so it's like right in the center of Salt Lake city. Um, it happens at the end of June. I think this year it's June 23rd to the 25th. Um, so they just, they have like little stage areas, like the little stages um, spread out. They have a lot of art vendors, um, and then they have, like, a bigger stages for, like, the bigger entertainment. Because, like, last year we saw Lyrics Born was one of the headliners. Um, so we got to experience that on the Friday night that we came in. Um, it's dope to see him again. Always puts on a good show. Um, and I think there's a couple bigger bands. I, I wasn't really keen on who was actually the other, you know. Inter- You're focusing on your thing. Yeah, but I mean, I was like looking in, like, oh, who else could we go see? And I was like, I don't know who these bands are really. But um, yeah, it's just, it's all multimedia. There's poets, there's musicians, you know, uh, artists, um, vendors, um, little events, kind of ha- little pop up events here and there. So it's just like a big, all inclusive kind of art. Okay. Yeah. In and Salt Lake City. Yeah. In Salt Lake. And in that
1: Nevada, we need to be doing <laughs> something dope like yeah. this. Yeah.
0: And I think they, you know, they do work, they do open it up for um, other cities and communities, of course, to join, because this is the first year we apply, because we got invited last year and we got invited this year to SLAM, but we also um, filled out an application to be a spotlight performer. So on top of the SLAM team, we're also taking six other um, poets to be spotlight performers. Ooh. So I'm actually going to be part of that. So I'm he- I'm like heading up the organization on that. I mean I'm trying to do everything, but I'm not like really in charge of the slam team. I tried to hand that over to Haley, um, and then I'm gonna get the other team. So we got a 45 minute set of six for six of us. Wow. And uh, we actually get paid to do it, but that's probably gonna go towards the hotel. <laughs> um, because they, they, they yeah. assumed we were going to merge and have the Slam Team also be the spotlight, which would have been more cost effective. But again, this comes back to what we were saying, is I want to give this group an opportunity to go check this out. And a lot of them say, were saying, hey, if I don't make the Slam Team, I still want to roll to Salt Lake and just like have a good time and support. So now this gives actually us an opportunity to spotlight like six, in, six more individuals. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And yeah, I just put myself in there because I, you know, I still want to <laughs> represent <laughs> a little my, bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. But, but you know, they need a mentor. Yeah,
2: no, that's that's fantastic. So twelve total.
0: Um, actually eleven. Yeah, because five five on the slam team. We did have an have an alternate, but the alternate is now part of the group. Well, right. Yeah, so nice. I tried. just tried to get er- mostly everyone who didn't make the slam team who slammed. It's kind of those those individuals, um, more or less. Anyone ta- we knew. Uh, spotlight um yeah griffin uh griffin's rolling with us um courtney who you work with is rolling and then um we have uh sam who competed uh kita who was the runner-up um and ashley who was one of the um people in the slam is that everyone i'm so me, Griffin, Courtney, Sam, Keita and Ashley. Yeah. Nice. So six of us. And then, yeah, and the slam team's fierce. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they can do. They've already been working on team pieces. They they presented one last week. Uh, it was really long. And I said, y'all got to cut that down in half. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I'm just glad they're working. I mean, that's the thing. Usually in the past, I'd be ha- having to, you know, light the fire and say, hey, we got to get on this. They're already doing it. They're already doing the work. Nice. So.
2: For the second draft,
0: yeah. So, I'm looking
1: forward to it, it should be fun. Yeah, well, that's crazy. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> if you're out there you're listening, uh, you know, they could always
0: use your support. So, spokenviews.org, yep. And uh, we're on social media, social media is probably the best way. I slowly try to update the website, <laughs> it's not my favorite thing to do, although yeah, we, it's, we it's need easy. To get, we need to get you an intern too.
1: We uh, need an yeah. intern. You get
0: a. You want to yeah. be an intern, right?
2: Maybe an intern for both. Who knows? Yeah,
0: yeah. depends on your skills. But yeah, we can always use the donations. Uh, look us up on IG, and you can talk to me directly. And you know, we just need a, a you know just for travel expenses and just to make sure everything's good. But there's some other big things kind of um, I'm hoping we can roll out in the future too. So just trying to. Get that money, and we're actually going to try to launch us as a nonprofit soon. I'm trying to launch Spoken Views as a nonprofit. I'm nice. slowly chipping away at that process. It's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, April is na- is
1: National Poetry Month. Has there been any uh, anything you've seen so far this month, or anything uh, like poets or anything going on that? people can check out or that you thought was cool like
0: outside of what we're doing or yeah, yeah. um well i know sundance uh i just went to sundance on thursday and they're doing a series of uh po- poetry readings so oh, nice. more i think more like the academic like um poets you know uh because there's like A lot of MFA candidates um, that we've connected with, and then they just have some of the professors. So I think it's mainly those poets that have been in Reno and more in the academic side of things. Um, But, yeah, it's cool. Um, It's always cool to see what, you know, the other side's doing because it's, you know, we all can learn from each other, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, there's that. And then Incline, uh, they usually do a uh, slam poetry event at the end of the month, um, which I I was a part of for a few years. Um, And they're bringing that back, but it's not a slam now. It's just an open mic. So at the end of, uh, I think it's a Tuesday, the last Tuesday in April, Incline, the library, the Prim Library at uh, Sierra Nevada um, University is going to be hosting a poetry event. So we're all going to try to roll up. Um, I think we have about 10 people probably signed up to go and represent. So it should be cool. Yeah, hmm. but, uh, yeah, but we're we're holding it down. We got a lot of things going on and some fundraising events happening. We're gonna do some guest bartending at the hideout <laughs> uh, at the end Ooh, of. at the hideout, yeah. who's gonna be doing that? Uh, yeah. The handful of us. They say we can rotate two two people at a time, and they're gonna be helping us. But uh, yeah, so um, I think that's April. It's a it's a Wednesday. I think it's April twenty sixth. I want to say, not sure, but it's that last weekend, um, last week. Excuse me. Uh, Yeah, so I think from six to nine we'll be holding down some bartending duties and the tips are ours. And so y'all listeners out there, if you want to cop a drink, and yeah, Yeah. we might have some live music, some raffle stuff. We're gonna try to give some tickets away because Brandon Leak is coming back on May first. Oh, is he now? Yeah, so we got that set up at Shims Uh, Monday. It's gonna be in all ages. We're gonna um, have it as as a private event so we can get some um, more patrons in and uh, experience. Greatness of Brandon Leak, amazing poet.
1: Yeah, that's. I'll, I'll definitely be there for that. Hopefully, you know I don't have to. Monday's like the worst day. For yeah. me, you know. <laughs> Monday's really bad. It's but hard. It's hard. Now yeah. that I'm
2: back in the office, it might. You know, since I'm already out. Yeah. No, I It might, I don't. It might be
1: easy. No
0: meet. Go. No meetings or anything that day. So yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, fun. it's gonna be dope. We have a Sylvia um, opening up. Sylvia Stevens and. Um, I haven't seen Sylvia in a while. Yeah, I, I haven't either. <laughs> but I reached college. out and she's I, a college student. She's out there living her life. Yeah, I reached out and invited her to perform, and it's all about it. And then uh, Tyrell, um, the realest reason, is going to be also an opener. And um, he was an old school like spoken view supporter. Used to come to the open mics, and he's been showing up lately at the monday nights and we reconnected and still dope so i was like hey uh, you know i <laughs> said i think that fire i said it, i think you'd be a great uh, opener um for brandon so we got that lockdown and yeah so may 1st uh, brandon leak um for y'all that don't know it's the uh, america's got talent um season 15 winner so um look. last
1: year he was here did his one man play yeah.
0: poetry play basically
1: yeah at the nevada museum of art which was super dope yeah. samantha has that has that jacket you have that yep yep you, you have the
0: brandon leek the visionary jacket right now and uh yeah we also put him up at barucco he did a two-night thing it was the the premiere of his one-man show he decided to do it in little arena. so awesome. um yeah so we're just happy to have that connection and the support because uh he's just an amazing he's individual. amazing art like
1: mm-hmm. this guy's got like he's working on like tv deals he's the the poet for the golden state warriors yeah. like he I was gonna say that. has their opening you know he, he did their poem last year has like spoken word for every home game and then uh, again this year so yeah and
2: he's uh, all, he, uh, grammy
0: he's, nominated i think yeah and what that
2: says to me
1: bars are
0: important oh yeah <laughs> discipline Bars and, and discipline. Because you know, we booked we booked Brandon Lake before he won America's Got Talent, yeah. and that was wild. Because you know, I, I get these emails from these poets. I have no idea, <laughs> and, but I'm like, I check out their portfolio a little bit, listen listen to a little snippet of their poems, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, yeah, we can do this. And dude was dope. And year later, he won America's Got Talent. and It's like, like that. Yeah, you, know, you never know who you're gonna book and who's gonna. I remember following. That was just wild. Like. I remember seeing this guy in Reno with thirty people,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know he's now he's doing the same thing for millions. Yes, well, I don't know about millions, but Well, yeah. on, on America's Got Talent, there are millions of people oh, watching. Oh, oh, four
0: millions! I thought you meant millions, like uh, money. No, I was like, no, oh, I, I mean don't. he's, he's a real artist. <laughs> he ain't making that much money, but no. you know he's making a living. Bars are important, but not like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so yeah, should be cool. Well, speaking of bars, Caesar's song of the week. Look at that! Look at. Whew. Like you can like, see that uh, it's like transition,
2: it's like we've done it for a while. <laughs> 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 but uh, we're big friends, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Who knew we'd be what we are? I took the pain, made a living, over showing my
4: scars. I see the people show me love, they be knowing my heart. No matter what, I'm waking up and I'm playing my part. I've been. Someone shot him up Everybody where I'm from Get it from the bottom up Stretching at the bottom Taking shots like bottoms up Cold winter where I come from son You better stay real
3: close To your loved one son Feel blessed when you get to see the sun come up And everyday you get to start Know that someone's done
4: Holes. I see the crabs in the barrel, I be watching them close, they do the most, it's a bittersweet thing, it's an energy thing, and the city don't change, it's the way you see things, niggas gon' hate, that's a fact of life, I wanna love, I'm the last to fight, but if you want, we can smash your lights, for my son, I would sacrifice, and you gon' see me in the afterlife, still caught up in a ratchet life, I work hard just to catch these flights, so I feel no... Still. Deu- In the paper, I hope you read it through. Fuck them niggas, I hope you're doing what's best for you. Envy is a killer, don't keep that energy next to you. I reminisce on the days when we would chill in the pub. Take a train to the bush, smoke a blunt in the dark. And get away from it all, sharing teenage thoughts. And talk about what we got, and talk about what we lost. It was simple then, a lot of crossroads when I'm looking through my mental lens. Mama said, boy, don't be following with your little
3: friends. Young niggas living like we think we gonna live again.
4: Must come a time when the city takes your innocence. Gotta stay alive, grow wide, stay vigilant. Clinton Hill nigga go around the world killing shit. Tell him where you from, I'm from Brooklyn. Devil always trying to stick his hooks in. You don't wanna be in central bookings on a Friday night. I'm trying to do my day right, and so I tell him go.
1: Welcome back. That was Caesar's Song of the Week. It was Go Brooklyn by Coda, the Friend featuring Static Selecta.
2: <laughs> yeah, like he's very introverted, talks about just his life and things around him, which we love. And plus with the good. Static, Storytelling. Yeah, static boom Bat mm. beat, like it's so good. So, so good. Yeah. Check out that album too. What's the name of the album? Do you know that? Uh, it's one? the brand new one. I forgot. But like they, a, they, a, they have another one. one before together as well. Mm. album cover is good too
1: but uh, yeah what'd you think Ian you're a big fan of Static Selector,
0: yeah uh, I was dope I, I love the beats yeah I gotta mm-hmm. listen a little more we were chatting during the song but uh, it sounded dope yeah, listen to the whole album.
1: To See a Sunset is the name of the album. My Code of the Friend and Static Select. I feel like Static Select, is just, he's hustling out here. Oh, like, yeah. He's making so Dude. many
2: like collaborative yeah. albums. It's crazy because sometimes like you don't hear from him from a little bit, and all of a sudden it's like boom, 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 yeah. boom. Like he has it on deck. Yeah, with compilations. Mm-hmm. And, and he has the show on Sirius all the time, you know? So it's just like busy guy, you
0: know? And he's also father of a girl, which is pretty tight. I you know? think he's hosting a track lib deep battle challenge. They do that with like producers where they pick a sample and then they post it. And then all the producers have to download it and see if they, they can flip it. And then they win something like, you know, either uh, opportunity to record and get some money. It's pretty Best cool. That's right. Yeah. Nice. Are you still making beats? Nah, I just, w- once, once uh, spoken views jumped back off, I just, uh, I had to, that put my a, energy into that. Was dad, cause that was that that, a 2020 uh, yeah. quarantine. That was definitely a quarantine because I wasn't writing. Yeah, a little was, time. Yeah, a mm-hmm. oh, little time. <laughs> I made three albums in three years. But um, <laughs> just, yeah, the beats were just coming out. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, a part of me wants to get back and do it, but another part of me is like, you know, want, wants wants to focus on the poetry stuff because that's what's getting me some money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of how you make your money,
1: let's talk about being a teacher. Oh, yes. <laughs> Yeah, this is what year is this for mm-hmm. you? Tenth, tenth year teaching. Tenth Ooh. and a quarter, I and was- <laughs> uh,
0: third grade. Third grade,
2: third grade the whole time.
0: Um, no, I, I started off. Well, I, when I say a quarter, I, I got hired halfway through the year part-time as a first-grade intervention teacher. And I was doing, like, um, credit recovery at the um, where the homeless shelter on um, Record Street um, above, like, they have, like, a little area where, I don't know. I don't know exactly what the operation was, but I was working up there. Um, but anyways, uh, got hired part-time um, halfway through the year as an intervention teacher. And then the following year, I got put into second grade um, as a second grade teacher in a team teaching position. And I think I did that for three years. And then ever since then, I've been, um, a third grade teacher. Mm. And, uh, you, what's your,
1: you have a preference is third grade. Is that your preference?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I subbed for six years, so I got a pretty good idea of all grade levels. Um, but third is the sweet spot. I think, um, mainly because it's small class sizes, the kids are in that kind of middle, area where they're starting to read um read re- read to learn and not learning to read. So, um okay. you know, um but still you still got some students coming in there that can't read and you know, that's mainly what you focus on with those kids, but When you say smaller class sizes, how 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 many students are you talking? I have 22, so it usually doesn't get above 24. Um I don't think I've ever uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever had above 24. Um, but which you know to me both seems like a lot
1: as a secondary teacher we have you know 30 right (laughs) which is crazy but like at your age at that age you know 24 does seem like a lot when you're trying oh yeah because it's like how much they need like they're not autonomous they They need at some focus
0: right yeah and i mean i a part of me wants to teach fifth grade at some point just to to see yeah, because I think, like, my teaching style and just the way my humor is sometimes, I'm like...
1: Goes over their heads.
0: Yeah, and, yeah, I think I'd be better off with um, a little older of a group, um, just just the way I am as a teacher. But um, at that school, I'm not sure. It's a little... little. <laughs> it's, it's big class sizes. There are only two fifth grade teachers. But also,
1: you know, you teach at a Title I school, which has
0: additional yeah. challenges. Right. But I, I always think, though, like, if I move up to fifth at that school... I'm gonna get some of my students back, so it's. I'm not gonna be like totally freaked out because I'm be like, I know you, you know me. We're not doing this. <laughs> like you, yeah, you already know you can't do that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. So well, I'm let's, not let's not worried it about that. it. See, if I let's get to it. You
1: see how seamlessly he transitions into that teacher the teacher yeah. mode just now. <laughs> I saw I saw Mister Watson come out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, no, nah, I like third. Third's Third's fun. How has it been teaching? Uh, like the last couple of years, how has it changed? Since COVID,
0: well, I mean, this year feels mostly back to normal, you know, because we, we're not wearing masks. I think that was, you know, kind of a challenge in its in itself. Kids, and then right. just sanitizing and trying to keep the distance. So it was always these weird little constraints, and especially, like, you know, with the age demographic I work with. It's not, Easy. it's not the easiest thing because right. yeah. you're they trying still to don't know
2: personal space a lot.
0: Oh yeah, and they're just, they're, you know, the mask situation, and you're like, look, you know, this is what you got to do. Um, But this year, it seems pretty back to normal, you know. I mean, I can do everything, you know, that I used to do. Um, But I just think the social skills – I don't know. See, my class is very lopsided. I have, what, 14 boys and seven girls. Explain that because as a teacher, I know what you mean. Why do you say lopsided?
1: Is there some sort of difference between teaching mostly boys and girls?
0: (laughs) Well, it seems like there is. (laughs) This is the first year I've I've had to deal with this. So I've always had a pretty equal standing and is it more challenging with more boys yes mm. yes yeah, especially at that at that age i mean i will say i've had years where it was the girls that were really the hard ones to control because i had some mean girls that were like really mob mentality <laughs> like they'd get gang gang up on people and oh, and they were nasty i mean they would they would do some stuff and no. i'm like you are a third grader or even a, probably a second grader yeah. or some
2: no because guys we stay dumb a lot yeah like i'm still you know not the smartest you know But girls,
0: they develop faster. Right. You know? Yeah. Just the boys are just, they, I just have a group that are very tight with each other, you know? And so um, there's kind of a ringleader (laughs) and it just kind of, it just makes, they're they're all kind of competing for like attention. Like Lord of the Flies. But they're smart. Like I have one of the most intelligent group of students, like it's kind of like half and half, like half of my class are just extremely bright. Like I'm like, whoa, I've never had this many like straight A plus student or A students, you know, but then on the other side of it, I've never had that many like D students, you know, mm. so it's a really, it's it, and it's it's a challenge, you know, because I'm, I'm dealing with these, you know, really capable students, but their social skills are just like, they don't help out the other kids. And, you know, because mm, so I, I, I put them in partnerships where there's support, you know, so if I can't help, and I'm doing reading groups, or I'm working with another student, at least those students have someone to to model after yeah and ask questions and the support but those kids don't know how to support you know do you see a lot like the smarter
2: students less social skills and the kids with more social skills are not as
1: the age. struggling or or is it just are they all equally struggling with social skills
0: um no not all of them I just I and I don't know like I said maybe it's the fact that it's just a lopsided class and that's my excuse why it's just been difficult like I've just been having a really hard time this year like I should have I I came into this year saying I got this like I'm 10 years in you know <laughs> like I I know my mistakes and then this year just showed me a whole lot of new mistakes that I'm making and things that I need to It's a w- never ending journey. No I know. You're but, always learning you should know. So that. but I'm 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 feeling like it, it has partly something to do with, like, COVID and just... Oh, I definitely think there's, oh, yeah. like, you a, know, a difference. Um, like, mm-hmm.
1: you know, they're just developmentally uh, behind from those two years.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and, I mean, they just they didn't get that discipline in, like, as far as how to act in class, you know, because... They were it, home. Yeah, now, because this, like I said, the first year where it feels like just... Well, think about it. These are the kids all who all were in... So kindergarten. You,
1: these kids would have been in kindergarten and first grade. Mm-hmm. So that's where they're getting that foundation yeah they didn't all get it. these things they didn't get it because they weren't yeah yeah so that, that's that's where the struggle is
0: yeah so i have to step back because you know <laughs> give yourself some grace Ian. and be like oh why is this so hard i'm like okay this is these are the COVID kids like you gotta just give them give them a little yeah with you know. me it's like they just have no self-control with their phones yeah i don't see how you'd see that would just drive me crazy man.
1: like like literally i'm like hey put your phones away get to work like 30 seconds later none of them have done that <laughs> I'm like, hey, did you fucking hear me? (laughs) You need to be like like that. I wish I could say it like that. I'm just like, hey, bro, put your phone away. I just asked you to. And like, while I'm yelling Mm. at one kid, I'm like, all the rest of you too. This is for all of you. Like, this isn't a suggestion. Mm. You need to be like like... they literally have no. Mm. You know, they spent two years on their phones in front of screens constantly. Mm. Yeah. Because the older kids, I have no like I didn't have this problem as much last year, Mm. and like my seniors, I have this year. They know at least like. Hey class started I'm gonna put my phone away And get to work And then like You know When we're done Or like they finish up Okay I'm gonna pull my phone out These other kids Are just like What What are we What are we doing (laughs)
2: Huh Gonna have to be like Dave Chappelle And all his shows Everything goes in those uh, In those bags That they don't get I'm not
1: there to babysit though
2: No that's the thing
1: I'm like, I'm not teach. here to fight. Yeah, I'm here to teach. If All you don't right. want to, to listen to me, you you can make that choice. Mm-hmm. All right. Like this parent told me, like, hey, emailed me in class, like, take my son's phone away. If you don't want him to have a phone, you take his fucking phone there away. There you go.
2: You're not the parent.
1: I'm not his parent. If he's in my class, you know, if he doesn't want to listen, okay. All right. Like, I told him to put his phone away. He chose not to. This is a, I'm this kid's 16 years old. I'm not going over there, bro, give me your phone, and then having to deal with all that in the middle of class. Like, no. you discipline your child. That's yep. not my job. Yeah. His 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 discipline in my class is failing. Right. So like,
2: and yes. that comes from the house, right?
1: <laughs> I'm just going to give him an F in citizenship, and he's going to do terribly in class. Mm-hmm. He's not paying attention. Yep. That's how this works. Yep.
2: And then we're going to have a conference, and it's going to be a full circle parent. If you have a them. problem
1: with it, perhaps you should intervene. Exactly. Don't
2: be soft ass parent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the big thing. I think in third grade, we got to deal with more of the parent parent drama. Mm. You know, either they're they're overly involved or they're not involved at all. There's, there's, there's
1: helicopter parents.
0: There's a Yeah. We there. don't have too many of those. It's usually just parents that aren't involved. And you're like, uh, I can't get a hold of, you know, you dial all these numbers and this phone is no longer in the service. Because <laughs> they're and, probably both working like where you're at. They're all working. They're. Something. Yeah. Some, something, something, yeah. something, <laughs> something, there's always, yeah, there's, you know, there's always something, you, you know, I use class dojo and I, you know, have conferences and say, this is so important because I don't have to call you. I can just message you. We can chat on here. You can see every announcement, please use this. And then, yeah, it's always just half of the parents that use it. And, you know, I'm like, well, sorry, your kid is getting a D because I, put it out there that they should have been to school that day you know there's things like that I always try to warn parents like this is a day that they cannot miss because I do have some students I I'm I'm positive or playing the whole like I don't want to go to school and they their parents are like okay you know I mean, that's the same, same. And I'm just like Everywhere you are I mean, how, how are you letting your kid like you know, make the decision for themselves at that age not to go to school. I mean, I'm from the 80s. You had to be sick as fuck not to go to school. Right, yeah.
2: Especially because their parents probably did it, and they're just like, whatever, you know. But you've been through it, so you should know the signs of the game.
1: Yeah, so, I don't know. There was no, I don't feel like, it was like, go get the thermometer. Yeah. Yeah, right? right? You got a temperature? Okay. And right here. Don't like go to your room. <laughs> no. Don't go none out of the blanket. of yeah. it on the yeah. E.T. puts it on the light bulb, you know, warm, mm-hmm. warm it up. No, none of that. It was yeah. like here, put this in. Right here. We'll
2: wait. Sit on the counter. Yeah. If like,
1: not, you know, here's some uh,
0: here's some Diamond Tap or some Robitussin. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, these kids have uh, video game YouTube hangovers. That's because they're up all night. Yeah. That. I have kids falling asleep. and like the first day back when and we had a late start. We had a delayed start. And I still had kids falling asleep. I'm like, like, you this, had
1: two extra hours. This could have been worked out more perfectly. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> and they still, they still like, yeah. I'm like, I realize, like, on Tuesday, I'm like, I realize this is the earliest some of you have been up in two weeks. Right. Because it's eight, you know, eight o'clock and yeah. you've probably been sleeping again. But I was saying that's a group of seventeen year olds, not uh, a group of no it's or we started eleven. Mm-hmm. like <laughs> that's so late. Y- you yeah. know <laughs> like it's almost lunchtime yeah. by the time I
0: start teaching. And my three year
2: old loves her iPad, you know, and like I just kind of give it to her like if I have a little thing to do and she doesn't want to help me. like if I do laundry, usually she helps me with stuff like that. But if I like doing like photo work or whatever, then the iPad, here it comes.
0: So. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but it's just, there has to be a cutoff. Yeah. There ha- can't be all night. Yeah. And I've had, had unlimited. Is- there just
1: can't even be unlimited access because yeah.
0: they don't have the self control. Yeah. No. No.
2: What it's- child does? Exactly. Yeah. It's eat- like
1: putting a plate of candy and being like <laughs> candy uh, or it, breakfast. There's candy. You can <laughs> have it whenever you want. Choose. And as much like, yeah. right. there's the candy to be there all the time. Yeah. Then they got stomach aches and <laughs> yeah. they throw it out. And it will refill itself. Yes. So no matter how much you <laughs> eat, there will be more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like a fucking dog. that gets into the food, just eats itself so they it can't eat anymore. It just got the itis on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> can't move. Mm-hmm. Jeez. That's what I tell them, I'm like, you guys are, i mean, like, I've never done crack, but I imagine that it's control over you is the control your phones have over you. Yes. Like, you are literally addicted to your phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean? I mean, I told you to put it down, and, and it's still in your hand. Do you realize it's still in your hand? Look, <laughs> look at your hand. The phone's in it. Wow! Did you know that? <laughs> uh, see, I'm so happy I don't have to deal with cell phones. Like, I've yeah, I'm like over it. I'm like, I'm not making an announcement. I told him last semester. I'm like. If you're on your phone too much, I'm just going to give you an effing citizenship. And I'm going to put, like, in, I'm going to throw you under the bus to your parents. Like, when when it comes, um, your, your grade's bad. When I contact them, I'm going to be like, they're just on their phone too much. Like, this one kid, I'm like, told his parents, he's on his phone all day, every day. And I'm not going to waste my energy. There's 28 other kids. I'm not wasting my energy trying to get him to put his phone away every day. Exactly. He knows it's supposed to be put away. If he's choosing not to do it. Or if you can't do it, I'm going to focus on the kids who can.
2: Yeah. yeah. Learn how to take an out early, too, kids. That's the thing, too. Like, you can't do whatever you want. And
1: that's what I tell them. I'm like, you guys are sophomores, Mm -hmm. so you guys have been effing around, and now you're about to find out because (laughs) the the consequence for your action is, like, this is why you have a bad grade in class. I've been telling you this every day, and now this is happening, and I'm sorry Mm -hmm. that I'm not sorry, and, you know. This, but this consequence will force, you know, some more consequences upon you. Like summer school? And change mm-hmm. your behavior. But this is how it has to work. This is, you know, this is behaviorism. You're facing the consequences of your behavior. in the bad grade, your parents getting mad and me, you know, emailing me, me emailing them telling you, you know, why your grade's bad. Yep. I'm sorry, but I'm like the older, my mm-hmm. seniors, I don't have to go through this with
0: because they've already learned this lesson. That's good, though. That's good that you can see that change. Or at least see the. I mean, do you think it's going to get better? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. How the I mean, do you? Th- I mean, do you think it gets better, or do you think just because of the circumstances? In my
1: experience over the last few years, the phones has gotten worse. Okay. Because when I was teaching middle school, like we had a, you know, they were. I had a policy where like I didn't mind them having their phones because they could control. Like they had self control and understood like you can't have it out all the time. There's okay. a time and place for it, and the, for the most part, that's how my seniors are okay like if they're doing independent work or they're reading if they want to put their headphones in whatever but if i'm talking or or lecturing or we're taking notes or we're having a class discussion or they're working with someone else you can't have your phone out gotcha okay and you know i shouldn't have to be teaching 15 16 and 17 year olds that no they've had their phone forever like they should have learned these lessons earlier so you know, I'm still teaching them that, that, and they, they've, yeah, I, I think that's the, but I think that's a consequence of COVID. They yeah. probably have the, they were in middle school when they should have been learning these things and they didn't. So. Right. Yep. Whatever. <laughs> Good old backlash of COVID still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll be dealing with it for a while. For a long
0: time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, you, are you excited for the end of the year? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I am. I am. Yep. We're just going into testing season right now. Oh, I forgot yeah, about that shit. Yeah.
1: Oh, I don't miss that.
0: Oh, that's right. It's yeah. April. Yep. We got MAP and we do back coming up. and This is what used to be my least favorite part of the year. Because we start, because they start back in third grade. So we got to go through all that. And man, the rules of SBAC are just, like it applies to every grade level. And it's just ridiculous. Like trying to you know with the third graders you know it's like they're going to go to the bathroom and discuss their test you know we have to but we have to like chaperone them down the hall sign out and everything well we have a proctor so mm-hmm. the proctor walks out so there's two of us in the classroom and then they will accompany them to the bathroom and just you know just How sk- many
1: weeks do you think a year do you have you guys have standardized testing like between MAP testing three do you guys do three times a year MAP testing do you do fall winter
0: and Yeah we the do year? yeah uh, yeah, three times. Um, yeah, so MAP is pretty easy. I mean, it's only two. We do math and reading. Um, so we do that in like a week. So that's three weeks, you know, each season. And then SBAC goes on. Um, we have five tests that we have to uh, give to the students. To so the third graders. Yeah. Three, so Three weeks? Um, what's that? You said three weeks? No, I'm just saying like spread out. So oh, like, okay. So like, you know, the fall is only... Like we it's but only still, two days. It's a whole, still
1: like a whole week of testing. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's still a lot. It's two days. I'm trying to remember back in the day. No, we didn't oh. have that shit. We were, mm-hmm. Especially in third grade. Yeah. But SBAC's crazy. Cause SBAC back like that test can take the whole morning. Um, cause there's really no time limit and they have to finish it. Um, so yeah, we just we, sitting there like, yeah. And we, and we can't like, we can't, grade yeah. we can't like be on our phones <laughs> you know i mean it is the most boring thing in the world you we just got a
2: third grade cheat or not stopping from cheating yeah
0: it's like that's the thing it's like all these rules apply i don't know how it is in high school i've been i've been kind of curious like why why is there any desire to cheat on s back does that affect they you? don't have SBAC in high school they don't so oh it only goes through eighth grade oh okay i thought because high
1: school has the the proficiency another mm. the you have like district finals and stuff and
0: See, that's what I don't get. I'm like, why is SBACs, like, why Why is it such a big deal? I mean, I guess that's how the school gets the ratings. Yeah, it's all about that's it's all about the, uh, uh, the money, fucking right? stupid No Child Left
1: Behind shit for, like, rating the schools and, yeah, like, standardized testing. Like, it's so fucking bullshit, it's dumb. man. Yeah, because it doesn't affect my job. And the it kids don't af- give a shit. I know, and, yeah. Especially I, when they get older. Like, by the time they're in middle school, they're like, we never even, they don't even
0: see the score of it until, like, way later. They don't give a shit at all. And we barely examine it i mean we get our kind of results at the in the new no year no one does the state just
1: looks at it and they're like oh and they give you a grade based off these tests so they can say look we're holding them mm-hmm. accountable like it's
0: such a fucking pyramid of bullshit yeah and then they just put us through all this crazy like training and just waste our time with these you know this is how you have to do it this is what happens when this happens and like it's this big serious mm-hmm. thing and it's it's
2: but then if nobody sees it you know like they're gonna say oh we're doing okay but nobody sees.
1: Anything. All they see is the score, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, you're a two star school. Like this, you know, you guys got to do all this extra shit." That's how. Well, I know. mean, it,
0: it, it basically affects the principal more than anything, right? Because can't their job be in jeopardy if yeah. like the test scores are just garbage or just like stagnant?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. but like you know, at the the higher up you get, um, like those teachers are under a lot of pressure, like especially ELA and you know the uh science or whatever, whatever tests they're because they add science yeah. at some point like in middle school they have add mm. science too and yeah no we, we do science i think i don't know if it's in just in fifth i think it might be just in fifth and it's uh so like it's, it's a lot of pressure on the school like we you know the meeting we're looking at those scores and like oh you know we've got to get them up yeah so we, you know the, all of our pd every week and you know is focused towards it it's just like stressful you're like looking at all these people who are working their ass off yeah, and all that matters is like the stupid fucking test score that the kids don't care about. Like I can't emphasize enough how little a 13 year old middle school student cares about this three hour test they have to take.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't think any student cares about no, it. I it mean, doesn't affect them at all. It doesn't really affect them. Yeah, but it wastes their time. But it, if they look at it as a waste, I and like, and there's like algorithms because like some of them would be smart and just try and like go through it hella fast, right? But then the test is like, shuts down and then I have to, as a teacher have to yep. go over and like restart it and tell them the test knows that you're mm-hmm. what you're trying to do. If you it, keep and then like they keep doing it and every single time there's like a it's like when your phone locks like oh, okay there's ninety second pause I have to go over there da 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 you know reset it again and be like stop doing this I know I know. Yeah. I'm just going to put the letter C. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you have to finish this, and there's no way to, like, cheat your way through it.
0: No. Well, and then the writing part, though, that's the scary part sometimes, because they actually have to, like, write a report, you know? And I have some students who still can't read or write, like, independently.
1: But that's your fault. No, it is. Yeah, it totally is, is because... That's what the test says. Like, that's
0: your fault, Ian.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Should have done a better job. Mm -hmm."
0: I mean, we get some students that haven't been in school, like... Haven't been in school for two years. I uh, actually got a student like
1: that this week. How many yeah. years?
0: They're like, oh, they haven't been in school in a year and a half. Yeah. Like, I, oh,
1: okay.
0: I was talking like some kids, and I was saying, like, in first grade, you should have learned this. And the kid just says, I didn't go to school in first grade. I'm like, okay.
1: Why are you in third
0: grade? Right? Yeah.
2: It's like. <gasps> what were they doing? Nothing? Just the parents are like. Who, Who knows? knows?
0: The, yeah, these parents just move around. and Yeah, yeah. I mean, it,
1: it has to do, yeah, usually it's like. Mm-hmm. They're moving on, the parents are struggling or whatever. But at the same time it's like, So why are you in this
0: grade? <laughs> yeah. That's their age. They should be able to pop right in and
1: That's not how this works. No. That's not no. how any of this works. Nope. <sighs> uh, but yeah. it's all the teachers' fault. Holy Never shit. anybody else's. No,
0: not the parents. Fuck no. you, pay
1: me. Give me a race. <laughs> Give me a race. <laughs> I will do this, you know.
0: like uh, are you close to burned
1: out? I still love teaching.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I, I, will admit, I have thought about other, um, you of know, course, paths teacher, of of career, teacher. of career. If a teacher you know. tells you they haven't, they' lying. Yeah, yes. but you know, but then again, I'm like, man, the the breaks are nice. The, um, you know, there, there's a lot of perks. You know, the the benefits are great. You know, so they're just well, they're well, there are benefits. They're benefits. I mean, I, know, everyone everyone first gets. time I've had benefits. This is America, so not everyone gets benefits. No. So. Yeah, so I'm just saying, is like, there's a lot of. You know, there's some positives, but also I'm just like he said.
1: First time, like he's a new teacher.
0: Did you pick up on that? Yes,
1: Ian, you've been teaching ten years. You've had benefits for a decade. Yeah, oh, benefits are good. <laughs> it's no. not like they're new.
0: No, I know. I'm just saying, is like it's. You think about that, you're like you that's know. how they
1: got us thinking though here in America. Mm-hmm. Like this is some great thing right. that we don't deserve. Yeah, I know. Everyone I know. else
2: just gets this shit. Like insurance, you know, you What's have I'm to. Saying? You have to work
0: hard to get a great insurance win. Nah. Yeah. No. Everywhere else, well, we could all have this. But, I don't know. Yeah, I, I was quite. I was like, Can I make it another what, what 15 years? Yeah, so, I got 14. Yeah, yeah you're a year. Uh, you got a year on me. Oh, that's the thing at my job. Years, too. Yeah, Are you gonna? Did you ever buy any years? I, uh, you
1: know, by the time I could afford to do it,
0: it was too expensive that's, to do. That's how they get. Yeah, us. yeah, because my, my, my aunt was telling me she because she was a teacher, a retired teacher, and she's like. I'd advise you to buy some years. She's like, now. "Do it now." I'm like, "I don't have that money." Yeah. Like, I, 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 I don't have $2,000 like just laying around I'm so I can...
1: poor. I could barely afford my apartment. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. supposed to be buying retirement. Cuz yeah. they,
2: they'll take it out of your check or whatever and like, yeah. Yeah, so like my old supervisor, she's like, "I bought some, which is awesome, but we might get a raise, well, so I might stay."
1: Like now in year 11, I could afford to buy how much it would have cost in year 1. <laughs> But now that I'm in year 11, mm-hmm. it's way too uh, expensive yeah. for me to buy how much it would cost now. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm always like, you know what? It's, you know, it's just, I'm like, uh, I'm like LeBron now. It's just year by year. Yep. We'll see. Well, you know, uh, I'm still loving it this year. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, next year, this time, I'm still loving it. But, you know, every once in a while, you know, I go che- check over at the job board yeah. and, you know, the state or, so, or UNR, one of these other PERS-affiliated places. Uh, oh, yeah, that's places the thing, is, like, just look for what Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, I could be doing some mid-level office job making the same amount of money. Yeah. Where, like, there'd be no stress. I could just show up every day and do the bullshit thing. Everything stops at five. So yeah. I'm not no, I feel you. fucking waking up at 3 in the morning to go to the bathroom thinking of, like, a lesson plans and shit, like, what I'm going to do. The- <laughs> about grades and, like, <laughs> yeah. T- And parents you am got to talk gonna, to. How am I going to fucking do this? Mm-hmm. Like, or, uh, reach this kid, and I'm laying in bed at fucking 3 in the morning, like, all right, go back to sleep. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, that is the perks about my job. 5 o'clock is done, you know, except a lot of micromanaging going I'm on. Sit-
1: I'm sitting in the shower like, oh, this is a great idea, like... <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh, man. I just, I, I'm, I'm fearful for the grade level coming up. But this year, they this class, they told me last year was, they're like, oh, you're going to love this group of kids. They, you know, they were just hyping these kids up. And I'm like, this is one of the toughest years I have had. And I like every year, they're always like,
1: this next group is to the worst group ever. Yeah. And I'm like, All right, bring them on.
0: Yeah. We'll see, though, because that's the thing. Like, I'll I'll go into it being like, oh, here we go. And then they probably won't be as bad as I think. But we'll see they never are we'll see
1: well let's uh let's take our second break Mm -hmm. um my song of the week this week come through and chill miguel featuring jay cole with salam remy season i did a spotlight of uh some of our favorite producers this week so Mm -hmm. salam remy is you know one of my favorite producers so uh listen and enjoy to this beautiful song Mm
5: Pick up the phone, show me it was real. Pick up the phone, show me it was real. Pick up the phone, show me it was real. Pick up the phone. Yeah, I don't wanna put no pressure on ya. I just wanna put a blessing on ya. where that chip at? Probably on your shoulder Cause I forgot to hit back Left you on red. Apologies are said But often never meant Well fuck that I repent For message never sent now Hello stranger It's been a minute Since we last
6: came. And by the way just got in time And I won't let you crowd all in the sky my vibe, usual body. I don't do this often. But since recruiting isn't an option, due to unusual rain and thunder, baby, I wonder, baby, I wonder, would you just put your sweats on, put your sweats on for me? I got the plug, I made the coffee green mm-hmm. I'm Talking late night for ya Let me lay a great time on ya Don't hesitate, no, don't you mm-hmm. Just say you will, will Come through and chill Chill, chill I wanna be all night Say it, I it. All night uh, uh, uh. I wanna be all night Say it, I it. All night Hello, night. stranger Vapes been waiting and Just as I recall that like, Ass still a So go ahead and put a drink up I'm so glad we got to link up Get to taking that off Taking that off me Cause I got the plug I made the coffee green Mm -hmm. I'm talking late night for ya Let me lay a great time on ya Don't make me wait, no, don't you Mm -hmm. Just say you will Hey
5: Gucci, can I tell us some real shit? Yeah. In case my lack of reply had you catching them feelings, know you been on my mind like Kaepernick kneeling, or police killings, or Trump saying slick shit, manipulating poor white folks because they ignorant. Lying to the struggles of the ones that got the pigment Lately I've been stressing cause it seems so malignant I need to feel your essence in my presence if you win it I guarantee you won't regret you did it
2: Welcome back guys. That was Sean's song of the week, and it was "Come Through and Chill" by Miguel, J. Cole and Salam Remy.
1: Yeah, I mean, what can you say? It's a fucking beautiful song. Production smooth. Super good um, production, Salam Remy, very smooth with like the jazz influences, obviously mm-hmm. on his production, and then when you combine that with Miguel, silky smooth voice, mm-hmm. and then Jay Cole, with who never takes who never takes a, a verse off.
2: Yeah, I would mm-hmm. be scared to put him on my track if I was rapping.
1: And this album, War and Leisure, uh, from 2017 by Miguel, I was listening to it and this song came up and you know, I played it on, but it's got Rick Ross, Travis Scott. Um a couple other features, you know, uh Caliukas. So it's uh it's a great it's a great yeah, album. Yeah. And uh you know Miguel.
2: Ladies love Miguel. <laughs> yeah, he's got that silky smooth Even, voice. Wasn't he the one who like tried to jump from little part to another stage to another stage and land her on a girl?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And hurt himself. Oh, yeah. And her. And her. <laughs> She was probably all about it Yeah, I was going to say, that's a good story
1: Yeah, I caught Miguel yeah. Her Miguel landed on me <laughs> With my neck With my whole face. body yeah. Yeah. With yeah. my face mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Alright, it's time for the meandering questions, Ian Oh boy mm-hmm. You've Done this before meandering questions. And you're about to do it again Okay Yes First question Are you ready? Uh, we'll see Drum roll uh, Most satisfying thing Seeing all these young poets compete At events you started the most satisfying what's the most satisfying thing is you as you see the the fruition of your
0: years of hard work um i just think the growth and the fact that they they trust the organization they trust that it's a safe spot and you know i mean they walk away and they say it's it, they need it you know it's like therapy it's something that is just it's it's bigger than just showing up and just reading poetry it's actually finding a community that supports them, that they feel part of, you know, and that's just, that's the most amazing thing to me is just like, I created something where people feel safe at and where they feel like they can grow and, um, find their people. And let loose their creativity. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. The outlet of creativity is important. Yeah. Yeah. And they're they're dedicated. You know, it's not like they just show up one night. They, they want more, you know, and that's, that was the thing with having a weekly. It's like, wow, you're coming back every week. monday to do this and even if you don't even if they don't read that's the thing i remember holland you know it was just poets watching poets for the most part we now we've developed this thing where yeah there's some poets that might opt out to read but there's actually people that show up just to enjoy the night Mm -hmm. that they're actually audience members that just show up and chill and that's wonderful
2: enjoy that energy even though they're not part of
0: it yeah Mm -hmm. exactly
2: all right the next one bars
0: or beats (laughs) <laughs> bars. Bars. I'll say bars. Yeah. yeah. And just being being a poet and a writer. I mean I'm it's all, all about the words. It mm-hmm. is. I mean I, I I love a good beat. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I mean, but I I love good lyricism. Nice. That's why we're friends.
1: <laughs> Next question. What's the worst part about being a teacher in these trying times?
0: The pay. <laughs> <laughs> and the up. lack of respect. Straight up. It's always our fault. (laughs) Everything is our fault. You know, especially with just the bullshit the government, you know, these government institutions are pulling and threatening us, and oh, you guys are grooming, you know, like everything is grooming like, kids. Yeah, we're grooming kids, and we're bro. Re- I
1: can't even make your kid put away his fucking cell phone. Yeah, how the fuck do you think I'm brainwashing him to yeah. be indoctrinated to think what I think? It's like, oh, do you even
2: have the proper tools? Because you guys still need to like do. If like I could control,
1: if I could brainwash your child, don't you think they'd be getting straight A's? Yeah, and I wouldn't be sitting here telling
0: him to put his goddamn phone away for the fourth fucking time. Yeah, or having parents eyeing like my Alice walker poster in this you know in the corner like oh like why do you have that that fist and that quote you know it's like fucking stupid (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's like people uh, get shook yeah yeah because they don't know because they
2: weren't educated right exactly full circle yeah who would have (laughs) thought uh
0: tribe or dela oh wow got got me there um you know what i'm gonna say dela dela yeah, I've been, you know, now that the catalog's back out, and I just, I, I made a whole De La playlist. I had a feeling. and I saw you when you got out of the car oh, wearing I had a feeling. Y'all need, okay, you can't see this. but On
2: feet to, today, De, Los, De, De La Photo has the uh, De La 2's highs. Yeah. Well,
0: nah. I, I, knew
2: I knew it. I knew it. I knew it was going to be a tough question for my mans over there.
0: Yeah. But I knew what he was choosing. Yeah, R.I.P. Dave. But yeah, no, I just, I've been revisiting their catalog and I've been buying their vinyl now, like now that I can, (laughs) I can't wait till June stakes is high (laughs) because that's the thing. If if you asked me probably my favorite, like hip hop album, I would be very close to saying stakes is high, uh, at least hip hop song, you know, like it just, there's too much of when I went to, uh, testify, In, at the
1: the uh, education committee meeting. Yeah. I ended my thing by saying the stakes is high. That's Look what's up. That.
2: That's what's up. Yeah. And how old that song? What was it? 80?
1: six. Ninety six. Yeah. Yeah. Stakes is high. I've been like ever
0: since that I want like that's always been my phrase. Like yeah. that, that album Life changing. Yeah. Life changing. I mean the you know, Beats, Rhymes and Life came out around that time too. And that was probably one of Tribes' best albums in my opinion. So Yeah,
1: Midnight Marauders beats
0: rhymes in life. I mean you can't fuck with Tribe though, but Yeah, that's a <laughs> it's, but, but like also, oh, know. you
1: know, when it comes to uh um stakes as high, like it's the same and uh what's the one before that? Um Did they do Balloon Mind? Balloon yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Balloon Mind State? Or no, the the one after it, the by bi- the Oh oh Artificial uh, Artificial Intelligence. Artificial yeah. intelligence. To me, like those two Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, you know, just like beats and like uh, midnight riders and beat rhymes in life, like it's just, yeah, an, an, another elevation, another evolution beyond what they were doing before, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. And I think Dayla, you know, evolved a lot more than tri- tribe, kind of stayed in their lane, you yeah. know. Um, you kind of knew what to expect from a tribe album. I mean, you know, that what was but they that? weren't, I think, I feel
1: like they also broke up sooner,
0: mm-hmm. right? And that, that's they didn't the get that chance to, yeah. They always, yeah, they have the five factor and mm-hmm. that stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's interesting that they both have, they're both super groups that lost somebody, yeah. you know, one way or another. Mm-hmm. It's part of the game. We're all getting to that age. I know. Yeah. It's like I, I I was actually writing something and mentioned that, you know, I grew up with getting the news that a rapper was shot. Now we're getting news that rappers are dying of some diseases or fentanyl. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. saw, I just saw this
1: week, uh, Coolio, they determined his death was due to fentanyl. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. And uh, then someone who else, who sold fentanyl to someone uh, was, I think the DMX, the guy who sold fentanyl to DMX. Yeah, he's in jail or something. Who was right? like sentenced. Because oh, he knew. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, it's just, but like I've been saying, like with hip hop, it's still being so young. Our heroes are still here. You know, a lot of them who mm-hmm. started it and changed
1: it. Yeah, exactly. we lucky. I'm still killing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Next question. Who's your favorite musical artist you're listening to right now? Who's someone that you just, uh, got on repeat that people should, you, you shared someone with us if you want to share it with everyone else.
0: Oh, um, I don't know if I'm going to say my favorite. I just came across this artist versatile and, uh, it's goes, I think it's called hard on the Boulevard or something like that. Um, I don't know kind of a kind of a familiar catchy beat in a way and just good lyricism there's another um guy on the track that i've never heard of and you know they just both spit dope bars and um appreciate the song it's kind of reminiscent very old school um i don't know i've just been making playlists i mean i've been listening to some of the um denzel curry's newer project you know been digging i know mean, it's not like super new but i've been kind yeah, of it came out last year but so yeah i've been listening to like the walk-in and uh was it the song they did with Saul Williams? Uh, love that song. Um, not slowly. just because Saul Williams is on it, but Denzel. Some of the production on that mm-hmm. too is really, it's really dope. Yeah, because I tried to get into Denzel earlier, and I just wasn't really feeling him. And then, like, he did this album. <laughs> he was and hit or it, miss. Yeah, yeah, and it, he, this and one he slowly grows on you too. This I think this one he kind of it came all together. Well, Yeah, and I mean he really does display his lyricism. Like he and he's, an, he and because
1: I feel like before also too much it was just like in that battle rap. Kind of stuff, like, mm-hmm. or just like rapping for the sake he's of like free. angry, kind of a little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now he's more like balanced and in control of his, yeah, like his in powers. control of his powers, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Before he was out here kind of
0: wailing in a little he went too much, to, you know, the
2: Xavier school, for yeah. A bit. Now he's refined, <laughs> he's,
0: yeah, he's in total control now, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm trying school for the gift, I'm trying to like um keep up on some stuff, but in all honesty, I've been just collecting like a lot of jazz records, so I've been just investing in. Learning more about jazz and like you know fifties and sixties uh, you know so like so. I
1: said he's gonna be a great trophy husband yeah
2: <laughs> no I, yeah
1: fantastic yeah, have some have some nice music playing right. when she gets home from work exactly mm-hmm. you know set the set the tone for a nice relaxing evening to yeah. watch the shows yeah <laughs> watch some you know highly acclaimed d- TV. <laughs> All right. All right. The last question is a special. This is the first time we've done this. Are you oh,
2: ready? Oh, 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 so I, I bought that hip hop trivia thing.
0: Oh boy, which so one? Which one? Which one is this? Is this the new one? That's, that's like the new one. I have? don't have that one because yeah. I'm like I ran through the other one. So, so it's a random trivia card. Okay, well, let's see go. I Some of these are hard. I was looking at the, the stack I had. That's why I'm like, we'll see what happens. Here. Ooh. We
1: got this because like when we ask each other trivia. We always, Even though we don't plan it, like last time we did it, we both did De La Soul trivia. Yeah, yeah. And then we both asked each other the same questions, so we already knew the answers that we'd already researched. Right. So we got to get random.
2: This one's actually pretty good, actually.
5: All right, let's go.
2: So Blue and Exile's debut album, Below the Heavens, featured two appearances by this R&B
0: singer. Man, I will tell you right now, I respect those cats, but I did not get into them. Like, really? I didn't get into them that heavy. Like, I feel I, like they're right up your alley. I yeah. know, but there was, there. you know, I have some gaps in, like, artists. I took me for, I, I'm going to admit, probably this is very hard for me to say, I slept on Little Brother for so long. Oh damn! And I can now say Fonte is one of my favorite lyricists. <laughs> like Fonte Galo? D- yeah, I, I love Fonte. Like, but I was late to the game. I was very late to the game. And there's just there's a handful of these artists that at some point in my life I don't know what was going on. I just didn't check for them, and then now I'm trying to kind of play catch up. So to answer your question, I have no idea.
1: This is so.
2: All right, let me give you the options now. Okay. okay. Aloe Black, Frank Ocean, Miguel. Or Maxwell?
0: I'm going to say Aloe Black or Maxwell. But...
2: <laughs> Are you going to be confident on one or just.
0: I'm going to go for Aloe Black.
2: Um, it's Miguel.
0: That's what I was like. It's wow. so on point for what we were talking oh, about. Oh, that's not... what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, I didn't I catch like, the hint. I didn't catch the hint. I was like, this
2: this actually works today. What, what
1: Black... year was that? What year was that? Uh, it was 2007. Mm-hmm. Aloe Black is on the album, mm-hmm. but Miguel has one, two, he has two on three. Oh, okay. Miguel is on. Fiji has three feature, uh, three credits on it. Okay, because I know
0: Aloe Black like messed with a lot of that, like mm-hmm. that scene of hip hop artists. He Got some pipes on
1: him. Yeah, El Black mm-hmm. is uh, yeah is on
0: it. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't
1: feel too bad with the guests. No, 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 you didn't. But pretty I'm sur- good.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised with Miguel. No, okay.
2: me too. I was just like Destiny. I would funny.
0: never have thought Miguel either. Me neither. Yeah. yeah, I, mean, I like Black. I can see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, there we go. There
1: you go. That's the meandering questions. Good job. Yeah, You're you done. made it. You did. Dee. <laughs> Next up Our fuckboy of the week And we've got two Or like two groups Caesar, you can do your fuckboy of the week first
2: Alright so This cheer coach At uh, North Valley High School uh, At the end of last year Gave blue ribbons to You know the cheerleaders And the blue ribbons Like rib- end of season awards. Yes and all they had was insults On them so one was like draw like too much drama, can't cheer, uh, too much uh, snacks in the trunk. <laughs> Jeez. It was uh, the
1: one about snitching, biggest snitch.
2: Biggest snitch, and this girl, she's loved cheerleading her whole life. She freshman, I think she was in ninth grade, and that was that was her experience. Wow! So crushed them.
1: Yeah, I was telling Caesar. When we coached we always did like end of the season awards and they'd be like positive shit like hardest worker yeah. or you know like offensive mvp or best teammate like something that like highlighted a positive contribution they made. even like from the best player to the you know the, the guy who barely played you wanted to acknowledge yeah. their you know what they brought to the team <laughs> and this woman is out here tearing them down
2: yeah because they're young like you need to build them up it's you know you're young mind's frail you're you know self-conscious about if you're doing right or wrong you don't know your body like there's just so much going on at that time you need to build a child up Mm -hmm. not break them down that happens later when they get to a higher level Get very competitive But even then It's not like the coach
1: Should be giving out Shit like that Right That's yeah, not like That's not a That's coach. not criticism That's fucking you know, Just like Did Phil do that Being a hater mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah Yeah I doubt uh, John Wooden Was like Yeah Handed out Sarcastic ass rewards rewar- Kind of shits that Jeez Yeah Yeah So uh, you yeah. know Fuck boy is a gender-neutral term. Yes, mm-hmm. fuck person. <laughs> my <laughs> my fuck people of the week <laughs> are Tennessee Republicans who uh. expelled uh, two members of their uh, legislature for protesting after the school shooting, where the you know the shop school they had a big protest and two of the legislature, three of them participated. And then they were all brought up to be expelled, but only two of them were expelled. Mm, what I wonder who. I wonder what the difference was between the people who were expelled and the person who wasn't. Uh, melanin? The mm. amount of melanin in their skin is correct. Yes. Again. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Caesar, how'd you know? Oh. I'm smart. So the two, <laughs> the two, the two black men mm. were expelled. That means they were kicked out of the legislature. The people who elected them no longer have representation in the legislature. And the white woman got a raise. uh, (laughs) She just was not expelled. Um, I feel those perks coming in her pocket. And then, so Mm. they they tried to say it was like the January sixth insurrection, Mm. and Mm. all this other false equivalency. And then it just came out that like one of the people who's still serving, um, like is like a felon and sold Mm -hmm. drugs, and wasn't expelled.
2: Oh, they gave the
1: but he that was a Republican
0: a
2: second chance.
1: He was not expelled. Nope. Give him, they gave him another chance.
0: Fascism. Fascism. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. It is fascism. It, it's like it, you're not you're you're getting rid of these people because they disagree with you. Yeah. You're like, eliminating alternatives.
2: Tennessee also did something with like protesters in front of their. Uh, they like, made it illegal to protest. Yeah, exactly. Over there, and like it's just crazy. Yep.
1: Yeah, I read an interesting history about Tennessee. Um, Tennessee tried to become... The people who live there, what's now Tennessee, uh, when the... America, like, after the Revolutionary War, they tried to become their own state, and uh, they didn't get enough uh, votes from the other colonies to become their own uh, their own place. Mm. So they tried to, to leave and become their own country. But then, like, Virginia and the other... Uh, colonies around them were like no you fucking owe us taxes and uh so they weren't able to do that and then they you know obviously during uh the civil war they did leave and they you know they're the birthplace of the kkk so they're like the whitest most racist state so to me none of this is very surprising but uh that uh this thread this historian went on about the history of the state of Tennessee and the people who live there. It was very interesting after he, po- he posted that. I'm like, oh.
0: You're going to change the order of your states They now? might
1: have to, you know, Tennessee, let's see, where was Tennessee ranked? <laughs>
0: yeah. I've got them right here. They're ranked 46. Okay. So they were pretty at the bottom. There's no <laughs> <laughs> further words
1: <laughs> <laughs> for them mm-hmm. to drop. I, I'm, I'm going to have to stand by that. Only Alabama, Arkansas, Mississippi, and West Virginia were behind them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida, you know, might enter that conversation for the bottom five, too. So, uh, I don't know, though, you know?
2: (laughs) Yeah, because Florida, they're trying to uh, get people to register for blogs and media so they can't uh, talk shit on their government.
1: And then some state just uh, instituted genital inspections for kids who try and play sports. Saw that. Really? To make sure there's no transgender children competing. Because apparently, that is a huge problem, and that they're trying to solve. And it affects you. Yes, it affects the lives of the average American enough that they need to inspect the genitals of children mm. who wish to play sports. That's fucked up.
0: I wonder who. Gets but that Democrats job. are the pedophiles. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wonder who gets that job. <laughs> uh, I have several
1: bad jokes to insert here, but I'm going <laughs> to refrain from in- insulting anyone's oh, political or religious beliefs.
2: Yes. You think? <laughs> You think you can spend that money and time and, you know, effort it- on
1: solving actual problems?
2: Yeah, like education?
1: No. No, <laughs> I mean, the Republican prop, the Republican Party is really good at creating mm-hmm. um, problems where there's none and then solving them. Like when you guys uh, were working from home and oh, then yeah. they had to spend money so that everyone could go back, back to work to their, in offices. Yeah, exactly. Because that was a huge problem. Yes. That um, I don't, I'm not sure what the problem was, but. I'm told it was a big problem, people working from home.
0: Pants pant sales went down. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> office. Yeah. You know, so it's like, who wrote this article? An office yeah. building? <laughs> an empty office building? Yeah, like, ah. who, who, who made this problem? Real estate agents whose who's business properties are sitting empty because people aren't working in them?
2: Exactly. That's probably why. Yeah. Because they probably own the building. Yep.
1: hmm <sighs> Well, before we go... Ian, how can people who wish to support the team going to Salt Lake City, or spoken views in general? What can they do? Let us let the people
0: know. Um, the best thing you can do is either attend a Monday night um, at Shims because we're there every Monday, and you can uh, donate to us directly there. Uh, we also have. Um, I'm trying to get better at merch, so there's going to be some more opportunities. T-shirts and stuff. Yeah, we we um, printed some biggest little city poet or biggest little poets. And I uh, got some other ideas in the works. So, but other than that, um, just like I said, look us up on IG. Um, mainly, I'm saying IG because I control that one, and I'm on it, and I can communicate a lot easier. I think that's the better platform to see what we're doing. And you guys uh, have Venmo, right? We have Venmo, yes. And you can. Uh, so, if you go to the um, spoken underslash views underslash Reno. That's us on IG. Um, it has our Venmo where you can donate um, and just uh, information, uh, contact, everything. So, uh, yeah, would, any, any bit of money helps us because um, gas ain't cheap. Um, we're trying to <laughs> stay an extra night in a pretty nice hotel, but there's, you know, um, 11 of us. And, <laughs> yeah, and a cost. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, it would be nice even if we get some meals covered and, you know, but, um, yeah, all that helps. And it also helps for future um, programming that we are going to be jumping into. So, yeah. Just uh, look us up. Um, it's pretty easy to find us and uh, hope to see some of y'all listeners at our Monday Night Poetry. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for joining us again, Ian. You're you're up there near the top of uh, you know most appearances
1: on the show. Oh, yeah. Between the, the many hats you, you fulfill. Sweet. Well, I'm always happy to
0: be on here with y'all. It's always and, great talking
1: uh, to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, until next time, you know, I... I feel like springtime's here. Oh, it is. It I is. I feel like it is. Is it a
2: facade though? No.
1: Nope. I don't know if it's fall spring. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if it's, <laughs> nah. it, it might be fall spring. But we're in. We're getting deeper into April.
0: Yeah. I see high 60s all down there. Better house 70s. 70s.
1: Yeah, but I don't feel like we're going back to the cold. I all feel right. like, you know, people are, you know, sundress season, as uh, I like, say, is almost <laughs> here, and that's a very important time of year. Oh yes. So, you know, spring is usually, <laughs> spring's around my birthday. Um, we had blizzards then. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, some of you, it's Aries season. Mm-hmm. Salute to all my fellow Aries. Hopefully we'll get some springtime before Aries season is over. And you guys can, you know. Do what you do. Do, yes, exactly. Yeah, I don't want to put anyone on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> but enjoy the nicer weather, I guess, is the point of what I'm trying to say. Yeah.
2: Well, this is della Photo. Get your ass outside. The sun's out get, get that vitamin D in mm-hmm. Enjoy it while you can Because who knows what will happen But let's hope for the best <laughs> And stay hydrated Peace